Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to the State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis, and today we are going to be talking about the unfortunate loss at Colorado Springs uh, 3-0. It's been a while since we've spoken about a loss, I think, just here on the podcast, and let alone one that is uh, as big as a 3-0 difference. But we have faith that uh, our guys are going to come back strong, and we know there's a lot of factors that went into this loss, so we'll be talking about them here on the show. But uh, let me go ahead and introduce my two co-hosts for today. And first, let's go over to our guest co-host that we have. Uh, Jared isn't unfortunately able to join us because he's not feeling well. And we wish him uh, a speedy recovery. And hopefully he can be back with us on our next episode that we do. But uh, I welcome you here to Stay of the Republic podcast, uh, Ryan Strange. Welcome, Ryan. How's it going, man? Hi. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Excited that you're on too. I know you've been wanting to hop on and just haven't really worked out the schedules and our timings haven't been there. So uh, really excited to have you on and uh, be able to discuss this game with you as well. Yeah, I'm super excited, fortunate of what happened in the game, but I'm excited to talk about it. Cool. And uh, let's go all the way over to Elk Grove with Podcast Mom. How are you? Hey, all is good. All is good. It's been a busy weekend. Lots of things going on. More trash cleanups, as many of you maybe already know. Um, and, uh, you know, I have an incredible golazo of gratitude, but we'll wait until we get to that part of the uh, podcast. So, Ryan, be thinking about your golazos of gratitude um, uh, for the podcast because I have an interesting one. But, yeah, unfortunate loss last night. Um it sucks playing at 6,000 feet. I mean, come on, you got to hand it to the guys. You know, I just have to say this one real quick thing. When I saw one of the, uh, when they zoomed in on Lee, poor Lee Desmond, I could tell his lungs were burning. It was in the second half and he was just, you know, that heaving when you can't get air, you know, and it's just like, oh, that poor guy, he, it sucks when you're not used to that altitude, but anyhow, yep. It's 6,000 feet, give or take six feet, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys watched that video, that five-minute video on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. Mark talked about it because him coming from real Salt Lake Monarchs, being in altitude, he was sharing some of his experience of here's what you can do to try to help them. But, you know, this <laughs> you got to think about it. This team – look where they play here in Sacramento. They don't play in that high elevation when they go to Vegas, when they go to a lot of the other places, they're just not used to it, you know? So, I mean, it's going to affect them. I kind of knew that going in this game. Yeah. I just didn't know how much, right? I was going to say anything over 50 feet uh, is considered high elevation for us because we're so freaking <laughs> sea level here. You know, it's kind of like if we had to go play in Oakland, not Oakland, but like Sandy, I don't care. Pick another town, anything over 50 foot of elevation. It's like, oh my God, our guys are going to be struggling. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> it always seems like it's elevation. Or it's wind. A oh my god! Wind. Oh, remember the game in in when Real Monarchs were still a, a team that we played. Remember mm. that super nasty windy game where mm. they would kick the ball up in the air and it would come like a boomerang <laughs> right back. Like, yeah, uh, that was ridiculous. Oh, 
that's why I, it's like these desert locations or, you know, like, like today in Kansas city, because, you know, of course now we're watching Kansas city for obvious reasons. They had a, a weather delay because of uh, lightning and thunder um, and a torrential downpour for a moment, I guess. I don't know. Big, huge storm cell went through. And so then there's also that <laughs> it's like, we're so easy here in Sacramento. It was just like fire and heat, you know, what else? <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of that, without going too much into um, side topic is one thing you'll notice about Sporting KC, if you watch their pace of play and and then you see Colorado switch back and their pace of play is just the type of style, not saying they're the same style. You can see how they use that and they test our defense. Um, And that's what what I was worried about for Colorado, us playing against Colorado, which is When I saw that we went three in the back, I said, oh, dear God. I was actually at Pete's um, where some of the guys were watching the oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and because uh, I haven't been there, I wanted to check it out. And, you know, when I saw three and I said, oh, God, against a team with pace, I was really worried. And then when I saw what, what they did on the sides. Hey, we might as well jump into analysis. Yeah, what, well, this is exactly. We'll hold out. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> you're excited, Ryan, and that's good. You know, you're 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 doing a good good analysis of what we're we're getting ready to talk about. Anyhow, this is awesome. Time out. Time out. Time out, Ryan. Oh, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Newbie, Greenhorn. Noob alert. Noob alert. Uh, I have mentioned before that we're going to be having a website, and I can now actually say that I'm working on that. And by the next episode, uh, we were. We will actually have already the website live and I will probably likelihood already have shared it on social media as well. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be really awesome. You're going to be able to listen to the episodes on the website. So if you don't want to download an app or if you want to stop paying for Spotify or whatever other app you're paying for, you can actually now be able to uh, listen to it there. So it's going to be pretty nice. And again, link coming soon. Also, if uh, you guys aren't following us yet on social media, go ahead and give us a follow. You can find us at State Republic 12 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are going to be doing a town hall live show this Friday to preview the game against Oakland on Saturday. So tune in to our socials for that. It's going to probably start at 7 or 7.30. I just need to get here with uh, Sharon and Jared and figure out what time will work for them. But just be on the lookout. It'll probably be one of those two times on there as well. All right, let's get to it. Golosos of gratitude. And who would like, I, I guess I'm starting. <laughs> I guess Sharon's volunteering me here to uh, get started. Well, my first Golosso of gratitude goes out to uh, Sharon for helping me buy uh, the City of Trees kit. Really appreciate that uh, because I, I'm so stoked for that. I really want it and I hope I get it by the time the, the cup game starts because if y'all don't know, they actually started to do a pre-orders for uh, their restock that they're going to be doing there. And from what I've been told, they're going to try and do their best to make sure that everyone has it before the cup game. But no guarantees, right? So, But I'm really hoping that they would or I would just cancel shipping, Sharon, and I'd be like, we'll just go pick it up right there. I'll be in there just at the stadium. But I want to make sure that I'm able to wear it on that day because... They're probably going to be wearing that jersey. And I know you two here are probably going to be wearing yours. So we all got to be trying to wear it if, if we're able to get our hands on it. So thank I you. I'm on that. right now. Oh, nice. 
Excellent. I'm still trying to figure out what to put on the back of mine because it was a gift from Cappy, the equipment manager, because we go way back. And, you know, he keeps asking me, what do you want on the back? And it's like, well, Spanish connections, too many letters. And they laughed at me. So then I was thinking, maybe I'll just do hashtag juntos, you know, the, the recent tagline. Cause that will last forever. And then it's not a player, you know, it's like, Oh, they all of a sudden fired. So-and-so and it's like, eh, I still have them on the back of my shirt, you know? So I, I might just do juntos and yep. my friends who don't know what that means will ask. And then I'll tell them. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just Google it too. What does juntos mean in English? <laughs> yeah. Google. Some people, tell you. some people won't even know, you know, that it's a, a Spanish word. So we'll yeah. see. I was going to say, you could put Anderson as well, right? Or Podcast Mom. <gasps> podcast Mom would be great. That's it right there. I should put Podcast Mom on. Podcast Mom. That's it. Well, you know what? Done. That's not a bad idea. I might just That's do that. Awesome I, just ha- <laughs> I just have to find out if Cappy has all those letters, you know, because he has to do them all individually. And if he'd be willing to do the heat press that many. So we'll see. I, you know, I may just say, hey, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll pay Caroline down at the team store. I'll pay her some money to do the heat press. Or just give me the letters and I'll do it myself. Yep. Kidding. Because I know <laughs> how to do it. I still remember how to do all that pressing. It's kind of funny talking to him about that. Anyhow, excellent colossus of gratitude. Anything else? Yeah, I have one more right, right now. And um, we literally just talked about this a couple of minutes, but no one really heard on the podcast. But Shout out here to Ryan. He'll actually be sponsoring our brand new website and we're going to be able to get the best plan. So we're able to get all the benefits from our uh, web hosting provider, which specializes in podcast websites. So thank you, Ryan. That's going to be great, helpful uh, for us to have all these things and, and make sure that we give everyone the best experience possible. And one of those things that I'm so excited for is that people are going to be able to dial in and leave us comments. So we'll be able to have our own segment with people being able to dial in, keep it short, but give us your thoughts on the game. So uh, we're going to be looking at how that works and all that. But that's that's one of the things that I I'm really stoked to uh, find out more about. So thank you. You mean kind of like a radio show? Basically. Yeah. Kind of like that. Man, that's co- that's pretty cool. I mean, do we have to go sit in the studio together with like those long <laughs> microphones dangling from the ceiling? Yeah, yeah, we could probably make it work at some point. No, I'm teasing. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous! Excellent. Well, I'm glad to help. Now, Ryan, what are your golazes of gratitude? Because I'm going to go last. Mine's kind of funny. You know, one of the biggest things is today I finally had the chance, and I kind of mentioned earlier the five minute video, um, and I got to watch it. And one of the things that you know brought me to tears, you know, and I'm okay to say that. Because one of the things I noticed is no one thought we were going to beat the LA Galaxy. It's a prestigious club. No one thought we would be able to pull it off. And you hear the motivation speech before the game from Mark Briggs talking to the guys. And then you see him go on the field. And I was very, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful. This is a gratitude part is I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be able to watch him come out of the tunnel and and walk out on the field and, go in halftime and then come back out and I got to root them on and, you know, got some acknowledgements and stuff. And you can tell how they were very humble, have very grateful. And they got to show 
Sacramento, how something that can be impossible can be achieved and you have a shot if you believe. And I'm a firm believer in, you know, you, you don't know what your capabilities are until you take a shot, you know, and it tears me to see that this is a, this team was a good example of that, you know, and they believed in themselves and it makes me feel good. And I hope people take that from watching the game and understanding like this is part of the identity of Republic is part of the culture is try to do the impossible, but believe things can happen for you and great things can happen. So I'm very thankful and gratitude to knowing that if you believe in something, you have a shot to have great things happen. Um, it's to me very, very important. And I'm very thankful just to have, you know, my opportunities I've had in life, I've had a struggle and I didn't get it easy. I still do to this day, but you know, I'm thankful that I have opportunity and chance and hopefully try to do some good in the world is what my goal and purpose is. So. Oh man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mister love it. I love hearing that. And it's kind of funny. I was thinking of the Ted Lasso show because he has the word believe <laughs> up above the doorway. And um. <laughs> exactly. And he touches it every time he goes through. And I actually think that, you know, I actually think that Ryan, um, there's times that I'll post on social media and I literally will put believe, you know, in there and that we are setting the standard. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting. This little, this town and, you know, the support that's given the team, you're embodying it, you know, the, it's pretty infectious and it's, it's pretty incredible at the same time. Anytime I'm around friends, Ryan, that aren't into soccer or art are not into Sacramento Republic, Mm -hmm. when they finish listening to me and the big smile that I get on my face, which I know you two also do the same thing. It's like, they almost get juiced up and they're like, I should go take in a game. Look how happy it makes you, you know? And it's like, yes, this, and it's always made me happy to go to Republic matches. You know, it's always made me happy to be around the team come high, you know, big, good times or bad times. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's a happy feeling. There's something special about, you know, a, a pro soccer team in our town. There's just something special. And I know we have women's teams too, you know, yes. that, that we'll be able to support um, here and there. But, One day we need to bring a women's team out here. I'm I'm for, you know, women deserve those opportunities. We should bring the team out at some point. I hope we do. Right. I mean, so, we have, we have the California storm and we have the storm right now and they're doing really well. As a matter of fact, they've, uh, they've advanced. Um, oh gosh. I just read the news thing, but I, and then Jamie, she's involved with the Oakland team. Um, you know, the coach of the Cal storm, she's, she's involved in the, in the Oakland team and helping get that underpinning going. I mean, it's pretty incredible what we're doing anyhow. Um, my goals of gratitude is, you know, it's, it's fairly, it's fairly simple and straightforward. <laughs> it's got to go to, um, Kathy, Dami and, and Keko and Keko, especially, um, for, you know, just joining periodically for a bite to eat and just chilling and just sharing stories of, you know, where they are with their families and, you know, what's happening in the future for them and just, you know, how they're enjoying their stay here. But Keko, get this last minute thing. Cause I do these cleanups, right. And I know he kind of lives nearby. So I sent him a message and I said, Hey, we're doing a cleanup. Sunday morning. And he's like, yes, I will be there. I will join you. So I told him where it was. And I said, do you want me to come give you a ride? No, no, no. He has a car. And he goes, no, I will walk there. 
<laughs> so he shows up this morning, nine o'clock, punctual. You give him a bucket and grabbers. <laughs> and if you watch social media here in a little while, um, I'll be able to post it. But I really have to give a huge glass of gratitude for Kecko for coming out and doing a trash cleanup with all of us nearby where we all live here in Elk Grove. And he was phenomenal. Now he has uh, definitely got the bug because as we're trying to wrap everything up, because we only go for like an hour. And as we're trying to wrap up, he's like, Saturn, Saturn, green bottles. There's the green bottles. Get the green bottles. And he was seeing more and more trash as we're trying to like, no, we're done. It's like, no, get those. <laughs> it was so, it was so enjoyable to have him be part of uh, the same enthusiasm for doing these cleanups that we're all, we're all enthused doing these cleanups because it takes a community to build a community. You can't, you know, you can't just rely on government to do every little thing. Everybody has to pitch in and, and make it what they want. So he was right there with us. <laughs> He's a good, good person early in the season. I had a nice time to talk to him and kind of compare La Liga to here. And he just shared me the, the struggles he was having and what he needed to do to become great here. Yes, exactly. And he wanted to set a good a precedence of, you know, he, he told me that he wants other Spaniards and other players to say, hey, you know what, it's okay. Come to America. It's going to be a good challenge. It's going to only make you better. Yeah. And that no, was one of his things that he wanted to do. And it's, it's just, it's incredible hearing from him. speak. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a real good guy. He's real down to earth. Just an ama- amazing down-to-earth player, not full of himself, none of that. Very professional, also uh, very health-conscious, um, extremely health-conscious. So I, I really I really appreciate that about him. Anyhow, that was my galaza of gratitude. I could go on and on. I could thank you, Ryan, for being part of this whole thing. And it looks like Luis has one more galaza of gratitude. <laughs> yeah, I have another one too. <laughs> but let me first say, right, I mean, how amazing is, is it that one of our guys with Keiko, he he was there. He was punctual. He remembered, and you know he's helping his community there as well. Uh, just awesome stuff. And we know a lot of the guys uh, have done that, not just this year, but over the years. And and it's it's one of those things that makes us uh, a really unique club, right? Is that we have guys who it might be their first season, but they're already trying to take care of the communities that they live in, right? And that's that's so awesome when when you see that because it's it's all extra, and you know it's not something that they're required to do. But my uh, extra bonus Golasso gratitude here, actually going to go out to Sharon again. She's going to get actually two in this episode too, because it's so awesome that every single season, Sharon actually interacts with the players and befriends a lot of them, right? And some of them, you know, become really great friends. And that's really awesome, Sharon. We really appreciate that, uh, that, you know, in your retirement years, you're doing all these great things because, you know, I think it gets translated onto the pitch as well, right? Because the players know that they have the support of the community, not just as a whole, right? But they know individual people and especially players who have never played here. It's all new to them to know that there's a couple of fans that have become more than just fans, but friends as well. It's really motivating for them. And they, they know that they're playing for much more than than just a club. So I <laughs> greatly appreciate that because yeah, we're seeing absolutely, that absolutely no problem and eventually you know you know me i always like to make sure that the wives and girlfriends are well settled <laughs> as well and i've I'm, i've already put the bug in the ear of some of the wives and girlfriends it's like we're gonna have the brunch next time the players are on the road 
we're coming over here. We had a brunch or a little barbecue. All the wives and girlfriends, we got this. We can, you know, come over to mama's house. Even though I've never been a mom, I don't know what it's like to be a parent. But, you know, I certainly know what it's like to, um, you know, not live locally. And, and, and I know what it takes to build a community within the team. So, and, and, you know, there are so many people within the team structure, the front office, they know all of that as well. And everybody is doing all of the parts, you know, to, to make sure that the team feels loved, wanted, connected, you know, and sometimes the, you know, everybody has to, everybody does a part of that. And it's just wonderful. Everybody plays a part in making the connections and building the community. Love it. Okay. Done with that. Now on to the part that we didn't really want to talk about a lot, right? Because we we lost 3-0 and, you know, we're going to go back to the altitude talk and all that and how <laughs> there really is no altitude in Sacramento. And if you guys go and Google the differences between altitudes and just different locations, you'll find out why the guys really struggled because it was close to 6,000 feet high, right, in Colorado. And uh, I would probably say it's probably the highest out of any USL club out there. Uh, highest elevation at least i know sharon you were saying new mexico might be right there uh, close to it as well Uh, but these are just places that we've never really played at and i think a big factor of that is just all the games that they've been playing right traveling to monterey granted it's close but still it's travel traveling to la like it's it's just a lot of traveling and then you top it off playing against these guys it it was a lot and i feel like we we saw it on full display that the guys were just tired of of so much and then you you throw an elevation there and it's like geez like come on can we play against Colorado like a month from now not when they're so busy (laughs) you know and it's so different and Ryan pop in here anytime what's different about you know this sport versus something like football where they can suck on the oxygen or basketball where they can suck on oxygen when they're off the field we don't have that rotating substitution our guys are on the field the whole entire time until they're subbed off and they can't just go off to the sideline and suck on some oxygen when they're feeling heavy. They just can't. So, so it sucks to be them playing, you know, playing not here, but when you look at the stats, we're fairly well matched on the stats. It's just the, the completion rate, you know, of our opportunities didn't happen. So it just stat wise, our, shots didn't go in theirs did um so it you know it's just kind of it's an unfortunate thing yeah. and ryan yeah earlier ryan was talking about um ryan <laughs> ryan was already doing game analysis can we just insert that clip now <laughs> new alert new alert <laughs> anyhow walk us through this stuff you guys let's go you know one of the things i gotta say is i being that you're Colorado and you play and you train in that environment more frequently than uh, probably anyone in the USL. I mean, I'm just trying to think of another team close in elevation. I, I just, I can't off the top of my head, you know, and I had a feeling and that was just a hunch that, you know what, they're going to come at us for the first 60, 65 minutes hard. And the, you notice that the longer it went past that, it was a whole nother type of game. Um, and it's just very interesting. Like that they had a game plan to, they weren't trying to play aggressively for 90. They just wanted to play for the first half and start into the second half and then say, all right, we got what we want. Let's, let's defend and let's focus on locking things down. So it, it was evident. It showed 
you know, and it showed our team just, you know, again, it's the altitude. We're not used to it. It's not an excuse. It's not blaming anyone. The reality is we're not used to it. You know, how do you train for one game or two games a year to go in a high elevation place in a season? You can't really, right? You can try, but it's very difficult. So they, I thought for what they can do, they, they played well. They, there's times it just seemed like there wasn't lack of energy, but you know, when you look statistically, they did, they did make some movement. It was just a very difficult game. Yeah. Well, and we were missing Connor Donovan. I mean, that, that yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we changed our defensive lineup because we had no Connor Donovan. So we changed, changed things around a little bit, which, you know, in all fairness, whatever, we'll see what happens this coming um, Saturday when we do a little prelude to the Oakland match. But um, the one of the goals that they scored, you know, everybody was uh, here. Um, one of the goals, there was the um, interference and then a, uh, not this goal that we're reviewing right now, not the, not the first goal, but I think it was the second goal. I believe there was the slash offside slash interference slash whatever, you know, it's the first mm-hmm. goal was just a really well-placed shot, Luis, you know, it really was, it was very well-placed. The second yeah. one as well. So the one we're watching right now is the second one, right? Oh, I that's mean, the second goal. The, I, I hate to say it, but it's probably goal of the week for USL. Yeah. It yeah. just, it did that curve. And I mean, it's I guess we gotta say it for what it is, right? Had it been a Sac Republic player, we'd be here saying it's it's goal right. of the week and exactly. nothing that Danny V could really do. I mean, those shots are just really well placed and and we know the guy who scored Barry, that that guy is like a top goal scorer of the league. Hadji well. Barry, uh can we just like erase his name from our brain? You know? <laughs> yeah, he he did a really good job. They they did a really good job making sure that they had him on the roster. Although I do think that yeah. Dan Casey could have probably done a little bit more. I, I know it happened all real quick, but he maybe should have been at him, right? He had some coverage out back, maybe like throw a tackle there. It's outside the box and, or at least, you know, cover his angle. Yeah. Close him down, cover the cover. See, I, I'm trying to remember your triangulation. If, if the player is supposed to cover near post or far post, cause you know, they, they work it out with the, with the keeper when the field player, you know, there's, there's technique in defensive coverage, but I'm not going to go into it because I'll be talking out my boop, boop. So yeah. Good old Haji Berry. That was just a good goal. It was a good goal. Yeah. I mean, that's, you got to give kudos to him. Just yep, out, yep. out a good goal. Yeah. Let's talk about the offside one mm. and the, and the interference one, this third goal, you know, we actually, could have come back after the first and second goals I felt, but I think this nail in the coffin third goal, um, you know, the, the player on the far right, it appeared, I don't know where the player was when the ball was played forward, but it appeared as though there was an offside situation initially. Matt Mahoney, your favorite civilhood. Oh, I know. And I, and I, and I ranked on him afterwards. I said, congratulations, but that kind of made me throw up in my, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) To tell <laughs> so, so Pam Mahoney gets the ball, shoots it across, right? And we talk about it over and over and over. And so did the announcers, the, uh, the player who was like totally offsides. I, I forget who that was blocked Danny Videolo and Danny was complaining that it was interference because you can actually disallow a goal. Um, the rule books allow disallow goals. If a player in an offside position interferes with the play. And I believe he did. 
I don't think Danny was able to, I think the player blocked, but the referee didn't call it. And we don't have VAR. We don't have VAR. So there's no way, there's no way to review it. And so that totally blew, you know? Yeah. And the guy who actually touched it was the guy who scored the first goal. Uh, Amo, I think Amo? is maybe okay. his name. Um, he's the one who interfered. And yeah. I don't understand how they didn't actually call the offside because clearly if it would have just hit him just barely, they would have called it, right? And the fact that he was right there, I'm sure he, if it hits him, he's going to be there celebrating the goal. So it should be called offside because either way he was there, whether it hit, hit him or not, he was right there and he was interfering with play and he, you got to call it. He was interfering in the goalkeeper's ability to, yeah, those are the, those are the keys. And he was, he was interfering. He was interfering. And even the announcers, I mean, Adam knows what he's talking about. Adam Moffat. And he was like, yeah, totally. That should have been called. So, you know what though? The, we played with the same ref that they played with. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. We walked away with a goose egg, which is so rare for us. And it gave uh the Colorado goalkeeper uh, shut out, which sucks because we don't like giving up that kind of stuff. Plus he had a lot of good saves too, right? The Colorado goalkeeper, like th- there could have been uh, good opportunities. There were a couple of good ones, right? 68th minute, good shot there. The, unfortunately, you know, we didn't get the rebound there and, and Luther probably could have done a little bit more, but it's, it's just tough, right? When you're down three zero, it's, everyone's attitude sometimes isn't as great. And that's why that third goal made a big difference, especially because it came through, what, like two minutes into the second half. And I mean, you're going to kill any team's mentality if like right out of the locker room, they score on you and now you're 3-0 down. So that, that was a big factor, I think. I think if they don't see that third goal come through, I feel like we probably would have scored at least one goal. It probably would have been a... a one goal differential loss, but it just makes a huge difference. Yeah. We didn't need the, you know, the minus three at this point, minus three goals, but Hey, all we got to do from here on forward is, you know, struggle. I mean, claw our way back out of the funk. I mean, it's a momentary thing. This team, we can forget about it. You know, we can put this behind Mm us and I know that they'll, they'll be really good doing it. Plus it doesn't really change our stat too much. So that's that's not so bad yeah luckily we have some uh, games in hand too and so looking at the standings uh we currently sit in fifth place uh with 60 matches played 28 points uh above us you got el paso with uh, 20 matches played four more than we do at 30 points or just two more points so we could easily catch up to them no problem you win another one and you're above them san diego loyal one more game than we do but 31 points so uh if we win, we're going to be back there tied with them as we were previously. And Colorado Springs, although they beat us, uh, they're only eight points above us. Still, you know, we got to play against them at home. And hopefully, you know, we inflict the 3-0 now at home against them. <laughs> and then you would be actually um, just five points away from them. So not too far. And then first place, you got San Antonio with 40 points and 17 matches played. One more than we do. Uh, so if the guys won the next game, they could probably be eight points away from San Antonio. So it's still right there close by. And, you know, yes, we lost, but it's not the end of the world, like you said, Sharon. And I think 
we have a different mentality now with losses than we did last season <laughs> because yeah. we got used to them so much last season that we were like, ah, oh, another loss, right? But now we're like, yeah. all right, hey, loss, brush losses, this away. Losses and ties. And look who's the top four. I say this like I say every <laughs> single match, every, I mean, every single podcast. Rob McAllister predicted this. He predicted San Antonio, Colorado Springs, San Diego Loyal, and El Paso Locomotive, and us in the top tier. And look, Rob McAllister knew what he was talking about. Ryan, have you been listening to Rob McAllister in the very beginning? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And he predicted this. Yes, this is exactly what he predicted. Uh, But you know what? When you really look at it, look at how many games played El Paso's played already. Look at how many games Sacramento Republic's played. And then look at the next couple down below. Other than that, New Mexico is the only one with low games. Everyone's at 19, 18, 20, right. 17. So we're actually in a very good position to easily take fourth right now. Uh, yeah. Easily. Right. You know, even even Galaxy wins or ties a game and we get tied, they're already at 20 games and we're at 17. We're three games back to catch up. So you know, really the tough point is of the standings currently is you look at guys like Colorado, they're in the same boat. They've only played 16 games. They're in a very good position. San Antonio, San Diego, you know, so that's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out this, this second half. Um, so, yeah, we, and I agree totally. But and looking forward to the Oakland match. And I know we're going to talk about it in the live show on Friday, but look at Oakland. They've already got 20 matches and only 24 points. So, you know, let's take it. Let's take advantage of that and just kind of keep them down. You know, when when we meet up with them on, on Saturday night, um, prediction is state fair. It's going to be a little crazy. Is it state fair already? No, no, oh. not yet. No, no. State, oh, state fair is Birmingham. No. Oh. Thank goodness it's not yet state fair. That's such a nasty little parking situation, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that, but um, you know, um, it's going to be a little warmer again. We're going to have another little heat wave coming uh, next weekend, but our guys are good with heat, right? Oh yeah. Better than altitude. So bring us, uh, and it actually won't be actually too bad. I mean, it's going to be 95 degrees. Granted it might go down as, as we get closer to Saturday. Yeah, you're right. Oakland is, is right there. You beat Oakland and you're just sinking them down um, as as rude as that might sound. Right. But they've kind of done that to themselves with nine ties and collecting <laughs> so many ties there. But they have more matches than we do. And, you know, you you got to beat those teams that are below you to ensure your spot right in the playoffs and then hope the teams on top lose. So you're able to uh, catch up to them, but at least take care of those teams in the bottom and in upcoming games, we are going to be playing against a lot of those, right? I mean, it's Oakland. Then we see Birmingham Legion, uh, you know, come visit us. They're in the East. But then you got Phoenix Rising as well, right? That has not been doing good at all this season. They're in 11th with 22 points and 17 matches played. And so you you beat them. You're going to be way above them. And we might even be looking at a situation where we've already secured playoffs and there's still you know, like two months of play left. So I think if they keep it up, we might be able to say we secured playoffs by the time that September rolls around. So, yeah, I, the one thing that, that I kind of like, not necessarily kind of like last year, but if you look at Oakland in our division, they're, I think fourth ranked in amount of goals they scored this year. Right. But then their defense is like fifth to the bottom. Right. (laughs) So they score a lot, but then they get killed a lot. So 
it's good and bad, but I still worry. We got to take them serious. Uh, still to the season, they can still sneak in just because they have figured out how to score goals. They just, if they can figure out how to solidify defense, still a scary team. And for us, we need to score more. That's just fact. We got to score. If we're not scoring, we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to to maintain our momentum. So I'm praying we score more goals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think everybody's on the score more goals bandwagon, <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. Well, yeah, so the, the table is looking good. I, I think, you know, when it comes to those goals scored, I mean, we do have some games in hand, right? So it's our expectation that by the time that they hit those uh, 20 matches played that, say, Oakland has, that we would hopefully be at, like, 25 goals scored, which would be six more, right? Which is pretty reasonable to ask for three games or four games, I should say, right? So I'm being really reasonable with them. So we're hoping for that. I mean, they're not going to be easy matches that we have ahead. As I mentioned, right? Oakland is not going to be easy. Birmingham Legion is not going to be easy either too. I mean, they are actually uh, positioned in sixth place in the East. So not that far from our own position in the West. And and that is a team that has won more than they've lost and not really uh, gotten a lot of goals scored against. But they're in a similar situation as we are, where they've scored 15 goals and gotten 14 goals against them. So they don't really score too much, but they don't really get too much scored on. So that's going to be an interesting match when they visit Sacramento uh, on the 16th. And which, by the way, I'm just going to do the, the plug here, but we'll, we'll get more details later on. And Sharon doesn't even know this, too. I meant to tell her earlier, but we are going to be on a Birmingham Legion podcast. Uh, so, uh, be on the lookout for that. We'll have more details uh, once we figure out when we're going to record and all that. But we are going to be on there. Um, it's going to be uh, an interesting time. It's the first time that we get invited to be on. You're so Arrival. cool that you have you continue to reach out to other teams' podcasts. You know the um, not the teams' podcast, but the fans of other teams' podcasts. You're so cool. You've done this now a few times for us, and this has been a blast. Luis, I think you're just rocking the stadium right now. Pretty cool. But thank you. I do reach out to others, um, but hopefully I'm still cool. But we actually got the message from them to ask us if we could be on, on their podcast. And, and they're going to be on our town hall as well. So it'll be a, a two-leg show of sorts. <laughs> hey, because we are discoverable. All you have to do is just write the Google Sacramento um, Soccer Podcast and bink. Aren't we the first on a search engine? We probably are. Yeah, we're yeah. probably on on there too. And we have the scarves too, right? So, but I'm glad that scarves, <laughs> stickers, and yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. Hats. One thing I want to mention real quick is look at San Diego Loyal and El Paso Locomotive goals for 38. If they maintain that momentum, I don't remember since even 2018 that I can even remember team even getting close to that many goals scored in a season in the usl that's insane how they're scoring right now yeah well and i've i've maintained san diego loyal is a miniature version of landon donovan and that man was a scoring machine you know when he was playing for the earthquakes years and years ago you know and and then he's just a scoring machine he knows what to do and he's teaching the team how to do the same thing he used to do. He's amazing. And I knew this from the very beginning. It's like, we're just going to get a little mini Landon Donovan team, essentially, you know, a knockoff and he's doing it. He, he, they know how to score goals. Yep. 
and we know how to def- score, not to score, <laughs> but we know how to defend. We got Todd Donovan. Yeah, we have, we know we how have to Todd defend. Right, and Mark Briggs, because he Briggs. was a, a D-mid, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so we, we got that. It's just, ah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting, for sure. So, so we also were talking a little bit about Sporting KC earlier today. Luis and I were talking about that because that's also a match coming up that we're going to be like totally following. And I would tell any fan, if you're listening to this, start watching Kansas City from like starting today or starting last week, um, you know, when they beat uh, Union Omaha. It's like, just watch them. Watch who's their playmakers are. Watch how they you know, watch their keeper. I don't care. Just watch their whole team. And today they lost to the New York rebels and the New York rebels were short a player. So yeah, whatever go KC. I don't think they can. They're at the bottom of the basement in their um, conference, which is sad, you know, but. Yeah. Last place um, in MLS in the Western conference, you do have KC and of Sam course, was- right? Like like you mentioned, sure, I know we had the talk and I was like, well, they're last plays, right? So we should have a good shot. But guys can't be too confident because sometimes last place teams can give you trouble, right? And we know it with Monterey and how we were losing, right, against them <laughs> 1-0. And, and then we managed to, you know, catch up to them, luckily. But I think I, I still hold true that, and I mentioned this before we played against LA, that the toughest match we were going to play was against LA. And if we actually beat them and advanced and eventually played KC, it wouldn't be as tough. And I hope that that is true. And the guys have to know that we got a fair shot. It's not like you can't tell anyone out there and no one can tell you this listener that we're dreaming that we would be able to get to the final because we have a really good shot because one, we're at home. We're going to have a sold out stadium, which by the way, uh, they're actually, if you want to get tickets, it's actually basically only through the resale market at this point. I guess all the season members claim their tickets by July 1st. So if you want one, just reach out to fans. We're going to do our best. If we hear of anyone who is selling one, we'll be posting it on our socials because we know there's a lot of people that are looking for tickets and you know nothing would be worse than a ticket that doesn't get used, right? So we're doing our hey, best, for you, that know, one, you know, and we'll see if they decide to do SRO standing room only tickets. Um, you know, that might be an option too. I don't know where they put the people except in the corners, but that's kind of dicey because that's the ingress egress locations for like emergencies. That's where you're supposed to leave, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, they may, they may pull a rabbit out of their hat and figure a way to put more, more seating in. But at the end of the day, it's pretty awesome that, um, that the tickets for the there's plenty of tickets available for games for league games but for that open cup match. No, unless they're like, we were talking in the Ryan in the chat, we were talking about how maybe they're holding some tickets back right now for Kansas city supporters, you know, and then when they get closer to the match, you know, they may release other batches of tickets, but we'll see what happens. It's all exciting. And I love being that it's brand new for all of us. We've not been here before. This is a new experience and we're all in it together. We get to go through and yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, remember uh, when the email came out and they said, Hey, you can buy your tickets for your seats. They said, you have to get them by July 1st, which right. is this past Friday. Right. So since then, I, I, and again, I don't know, I'm just thinking, I noticed because I was trying to buy some more tickets as well. I wonder if 
starting back into this next week, they'll go and say, oh, we got a few, let's open it up or not. Maybe it might be already sold out. I wouldn't be shocked. I'd hope so. Yeah. Um, mm. But we'll, we'll hopefully we'll see this week. And one thing to add, I don't know if we mentioned it here before, but your ticket lets you into the state fair as well. So that could be another factor too, right? People saying like, oh, I get to go into the state fair and watch a game. This is great, right? Even though you could do the same July 16th, but just being that this game is so big that you're going to have a lot of people maybe even asking for the day off at work, right? Just to do a whole like family trip out of it. I know me and my uncle, we got our days approved already. We're going to be in Sacramento all day. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to be in that same situation. And, and if you're able to, I would highly recommend so because as Sharon mentioned earlier, parking during the state fair is going to be so chaotic and with the sold out venue. And I'm sure we've never, this is like the first time this is going to happen, right? During the state fair where we're sold yeah. out, it's going to be chaotic. So try to yeah, get yeah. there early um, yeah. or even park far and walk. Yeah. So here's, and they're going to have shuttle buses like they always do during state fair, but here's another thought of what I think they might be doing. If you notice, Luis, go back to the 16th, um, the game on the 16th tickets availability. There's a ton of availability. Well, now that everybody wants to come see Sacramento Republic, um, it's kind of like, well, there are no tickets available on the 27th, but look at, you know, come and join us on the 16th. There could be a marketing strategy afoot to get more butts in seats for the 16th, you know, just because that, I mean, I would do that. I would mm. hold tickets for the 27th in advance, you know, whether it's true or false, you know, they may need to hold some of these tickets in advance. And if they are good for them, because I'll tell you what, to get more butts and seats for the regular league games is a smart thing to do. Um, if anybody wants to come see Sacramento Republic, you got to you get your tickets for Oakland and get your tickets for Birmingham. You know, there's ticket availability for both matches. What's the availability for the ninth, Luis? For the ninth for this Saturday here against yeah. Oakland, we have uh, plenty of tickets available still yeah. um, for that. So, uh, right. So if you wanted yeah. to come see this wonderful team and watch the magic, do it. The, there's you can do it there's still some tickets available there's singles in some of the good sections and then there's you know multiple tickets and other you know so you can bring a, a crowd in with you so I, I if i were smart if i were running the marketing scheme or the you know ticketing thing i'd be like yeah no let's get the get everybody to come to these early matches and then we'll see about what's happening on the 27th pretty exciting no matter what it's all exciting and one thing I got to say, even though, you know, we might not get all sold out crowds for league games, I have noticed that we've seen more of crowds than we have in recent times, right? Like last season, we, we had games that didn't have that many people coming through. But yeah. I, I think little by little, people are starting to support yeah. the team more. And and it makes me happy, right? Because we know what happened with the MLS fiasco and all that. And <laughs> right. we were a bit worried, right? Are we going to lose a lot of the fans? And clearly there's still people that support the team and new fans that are coming through MLS, no MLS. We're still getting new fans. And some of us are trying to contribute to that cause. And so um, we just, we got to do our part, but it looks like things are, are going pretty smooth. And question, question for Ryan, are you coming? Are you going to be there on Saturday for the Oakland match? Absolutely. Excellent. Good. We're going to be rocking this way too many games. I need to start making them up. Nice. Good. Yeah, I have plans Happy. to go there. I'm I, I'm also having plans to go there to the 16th um, before Good. I go on vacation. So cross my fingers. 
Hopefully my boss approves. And my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be great. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I know Luis, you're gonna try to make all the games. Um especially the one when Jared's back in town, the mm-hmm. Birmingham Legion match. I know you're gonna try to make that. Are you gonna be at Oakland this weekend? Not this weekend, Oakland, but definitely against Birmingham Legion. And I'll probably be there all day as well since I'll be enjoying the state fair and and then 27th, same old deal, state fair again, and then game at night. So I'm excited. Those two matches are going to be really great, having the state fair aspect of it too, because we know we haven't had the state fair in a couple of years, right, because of the pandemic. So it's it's all great. It's fun uh, to, okay. to be there. Perfect. All right. Are we at the predictions time, huh? <laughs> We're Can at the predictions one, time. Like, one thing, just because I didn't get a chance about Sporting KC. Oh, right, um, right. Watch the games for sure. Just remember the game four days before the Open Cup, they're playing LAFC. Ah! So <laughs> think about that. Watch who they start and who they don't start. Also, on top of that, when you watch our games, see if their defense starts getting better because. One of the biggest problems that they have is they get scored on a lot, but they also can't score either. But they're at the bottom of the list, and if they stick to that, they have nothing to lose, everything to gain for Open Cup, and they can be saying, you know what, forget this. We're going all out and focusing mm-hmm. our game plan for the Open Cup. So we got to take them very seriously, and it's going to show you over the next couple of games leading up to it. So I'm I very agree. excited to watch those games. I, I want to see what type of team they bring. I think we all are. I think you're right. I think we are all we are all excited to see who they bring to us. You know, if they're if they're going to take us seriously, and if we're going to take them seriously, all the way around. Perfect. That's a good point. I'm glad that you mentioned that because we've seen it worldwide. When teams really have minimal possibilities of playoffs, they just end up just going uh, on the cup side where they have more of opportunities. Right? They do that all the time in England. You know, they try to the, give it their all for the FA Cup and all that. So that that could be a possibility. And I'm just going to say, if they're going to come out with subs against LAFC, and I know they're at home and all that, they're going to be trashed. LAFC is first. By the time they play against them, Bale is probably already going to be in the starting lineup. So good luck. Good luck. That's gonna it makes be a good no <laughs> sense focusing on that game for them where they're, as where they're positioned right now. I just feel like they're going to focus on Open Cup because they're – that much closer of winning it and they have a higher probability of winning it yeah. than the MLS Cup this year. Right. And then call that, it. And if they win it, then that's a CONCACAF birth. So, you know, mm-hmm. and then they're they're looking at um what is it? Uh New York Red Bulls or um Orlando. Um, oh. Orlando, Orlando if they beat us. And the Red Bulls just walked all over them right now today. <laughs> well not really walked all over them with 10 men they scored. And Orlando said, oh, man, I mean, everybody wants the cup. Everybody wants that CONCACAF birth and $300,000. You know, it's like we want it more than anybody else. But mm. we have to prove it when we get there. Oh, man, why can't we just talk about the Open match <laughs> and Birmingham Legion? And we always like slide back over to the Open Cup because we all three of us, Luis was on, you know, here and then Ryan, you and I were experiencing it there and you're in the tunnel. You had a different experience than all of us, you know, getting the beer showers. At least you can get a beer shower. But yeah, we I just wish can't I, 
I wish I had bed sheets so I can throw it up when I was like, I wish you're down here. Oh my gosh. I could have got you down. Oh, I know. I know. I really, that would have been so much fun. I was like, oh, Ryan, you're in the, you're in the tunnel. And you're like, yeah, that my wife, she got me these tickets. They're awesome. Yeah. It was my oh, birthday uh, gift. Yeah. It Ooh. was a great birthday gift. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Really, well, really well, smart. Okay. Well, yeah, we just so everyone on. knows, we're going to keep talking about the cup until the like, freaking After- cup game happens, right? It just We're just so excited about it. And I know everyone listening is as well, because like you said, we're so close to the final that we really want to be there, regardless what happens, right? We want to be there. Um, and, and like you said, CONCACAF Champions League, I mean, it was a dream, right? It was always one of those things or how close are we really going to get to that? And now it's like, we're not that far. It's... 25%, you got four teams. And I'm just so ecstatic because imagine if we were able to achieve that, how great would that be for us? And again, I keep saying over and over again, the statement we would make to MLS on, you know, okay, we maybe didn't join you, but we beat you, which would be a little similar to the statement. And I was just watching this earlier on YouTube that the Rochester Rhinos made in their cup run, right? In 99, when they won it, where they also wanted to join MLS. They weren't really seen as much. And then they made their statement. Well, if you can join them, then let's beat him. Right? And that's what they ended up doing. And, and I like that. I'm like, hey, we should adopt that same slogan for us because we're in the same situation too. And, and ours was even worse, right? Because we were like, we, we thought we had it. They told us we had it. And then they just took it away from us. So yeah, they kind of told us twice that we had it in the early days. They told us we had it, but then they kind of dangled. Oh, no, no, no. We're the 28th and 27 spots are going to go to la la la. And it's like, OK, well, whatever. F- you anyhow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. No, that's good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you have the bleeper on? I did. Yeah, I did. You're good. Um, um, Garber, you're missing out on this wonderful Sacramento love here. You know, we. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don, Don Garber. <laughs> Please don't ever us... come back unless you're coming back to actually promise yes. this time. <laughs> and and bring your, you know, Don, you know whales. So just bring them to the West Coast or pull them out of Silicon Valley in Southern California and kind of reposition some of your whales up here in Northern California. You know, get some of get some of these big cheese guys to come here. <laughs> that, that's true. Let me just say one thing. And I think oh. that Winning the cup, or even, I, you know what, I would even say right now, I mean, we're making such a statement nationwide, but I think even more so, if we win the Open Cup, we're going to get that will. I have no doubt about it. If we do, if they see how the atmosphere is going to be like on July 27th, I think we're going to see it. And again, even I think if, if we don't make the final, they're going to see just how crazy the atmosphere was against San Jose and how much more louder and just amazing it's going to be like on the 27th that we're sending statements and that's why everyone who's able to go be there if you're not able to get a ticket it's still state fair time so you can get a ticket at the for the state fair and just be outside really noisy right doing chants so that's the neat thing about being state fair we can still have fans outside of the fence that they normally put around the stadium yeah, maybe they'll have two jumbotrons. Luis, you're not excited at all about the Open Cup, are you? You're just like so like, nah, man, whatever. You're just like so mellow about the whole Open Cup thing. He's not. He is so excited. Luis, I, I'm already prepping open. for that. I'm he's... prepping for that week, too, by the way. We're going to have oh a couple gosh. of live shows, and, and I'm going to be reaching out to Sporting. Oh, my God. You're just. Channel ah, so, yeah. you're just... Well, well, more details if that happens. But... Over the moon. 
All right, let's get to our predictions, dude. We got to get to our predictions. We have Jared's prediction. Predictions. uh, And you could tell, right, I didn't want to, like, get right to it because I didn't get a point this time. So that's why Nobody did. Nobody got a point, Luis. Which is good for you guys, right? I didn't get a point, so that means we're all we're all the we're same. St- we're static, and we're still the big losers. Okay, all right. So Jared and I are still sorry, Jared. You and I we're in the same boat when it comes to like trying to beat Luis. So, so we got Jared uh, giving us his prediction. Luckily, here he thinks it's going to be a one-one tie. He sees Matt Lagrasse scoring. If Matt's not there, then he sees. Uh, Z-Man getting the goal, and hopefully Z-Man could get a goal because he's long overdue a goal. Um, so wh- what do you say, Sharon? What's your Okay, score? so I say, actually, because it is Oakland, I'm going to do a 2-1, and we win. Even though we just have this horrible track record against Oakland of tying them, I think. Um, and my f- score is Dougie, and my uh, backup, if Dougie doesn't see the pitch, is Malik. Because every time I've tried to pick Malik, you know, things have been screwed up or whatever. So I'm still sticking with Malik and a two, one, uh, two, one scoreline us winning. Okay. Us, us winning. So Dougie. And if it's not Dougie, it'll be Malik. Uh, Malik. Yeah. If Dougie doesn't see the pitch and we oh. should let, uh, we got to let Ryan, Ryan, even though he doesn't get any official points, <laughs> I'm going to absorb Ryan. If he wins, he's absorbed <laughs> by default into my team of uh you know if he gets some points i get them oh is that our new rule that, but it's Who just a new rule whatever works whatever <laughs> works okay sure I'm if we're kidding. absorbing your rules all right then i'll ask tina for her prediction oh, no, no, no 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 you're so far ahead you don't get to do the absorption you know only us losers get to do absorption <laughs> but hey the contest isn't over so you're not a loser quite yet right i might no. be a loser at the end so we'll see yeah. Uh, but what, what's what's your prediction and first goal and then uh, substitute if uh, they're not available, right? Oh, it's very simple. We're gonna we're gonna crush Oakland Roots, hands down, no questions asked. It's gonna be three zero. Let's go. We're not gonna lose this game. We're gonna come back swinging after what happened in Colorado, and the boys are gonna make a comeback. Roro, aka oh, he's not really Superman, but sure, let's call it Super Roro. He's gonna get a goal, and we're gonna see Dougie score, and hopefully we get Malik in the game off the bench, score, make it 3-0, close them out, move on, and let's keep going. Okay. Ooh. So I, I have a question for you. Let's just pretend you picked Roro as your first goal scorer. He's gonna be the first goal scorer. Is that correct? Super okay. Roro. All yes. right. If he doesn't see the pitch, because we we have this uh, other thing, let's just say he's not available or he doesn't get any minutes. Who would then be the first goal scorer? Would it be Dougie? If Kecko's healthy, because I don't know his status, he, I don't know. Um, if not Kecko, I think Luther. I would love to see Luther score. Um, okay. So, Duke okay. says he's the fastest on the team. If I heard right, <laughs> and I think he has the speed, he has the height. I'd love to see him score some goals. Okay, so if Rover's not available for, to score the first goal, Luther is going to be the first goal scorer for you. Okay, that's how it is. That's how we play this game, right? Now we we kind of morphed it into because we had situations where it's like, oh, we all picked so and so, and then he didn't 
didn't play like Emil. We were picking Emil Quayle and then he got injured and it's like, oh, I don't have a backup. So we decided we would have a backup first goal scorer. So that's what this is. That's what we were asking. Yeah. So, okay. So it's Luther for you and he is fast, but regardless three, Oh, we're going to crush him. Yeah. No. And I love, you know what? Every time you've made these predictions, they've come true. You've made the two Oh prediction. You and Scott Bradford were making a two Oh prediction on some other match and it came true. So I'm, I'm a hundred percent behind you, but um, I always, I'm generous. I let the other team score a goal. On well, my yeah, predictions. yeah. You got to think about it. Have we got any team that scored three goals against us this year? Except for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Except for Colorado? No. Yeah. And every time when we felt like we're under pressure, we come back swinging. This is a different team than last year. I just feel confident, and I'm excited to say it. I want to see them crush Oakland. This is not the same team last year. We're going to crush Oakland. Good. I believe it. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, Luis Urbano, <laughs> what's your prediction? All right, so I, I I do hope it's 3-0. I hope I'm wrong because that would be great. And our goal differential will be really good as well because we'll be able to counteract the 3-0 that we just lost. So they have some ground to uh, put up and also get more goals uh, for us. But I'm going to discount one goal. I think it's a 2-0. Uh, I'm going to go with 2-0 since, you know, you just mentioned 2 zeros like the lucky thing. And I think I've gotten some points thanks to 2 zeros. So. Let's go 2-0. <laughs> and I see Roro getting the first goal. And if he's not available, then we see Darth Vader getting uh, a goal. Or the other, for those of you who haven't heard my uh, Darth Vader nickname or haven't heard us out there doing the whole tan, tan, taran chant out there when yeah. we get subbed in. <laughs> so just so you know, before I wrote down Malik, I actually had Dami's name on there, but then I crossed him off and it's like, Nah, Malik, like, sorry, dummy. I will still go have sushi with you, but I didn't pick you as my backup goal scorer. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I picked Malik. Um, Yeah, sorry. Good predictions. Way to go. Well, we have come to the end of the podcast, technically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, technically, the end is like the all the extras, bloopers, um, and all that yeah. stuff. But, Stay yeah, tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he, but he, but he, but that's all, folks. But it's not. Sharon, Ryan, any last words that uh, y'all want to say before we end tonight's episode? And also, thank you, Ryan, for being uh, with us here tonight. Hey, oh, listen. Oh, go. sorry. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on. And Jared, feel better soon. And go Republic. And thank you, everybody, for listening into the podcast during your, you know, spare time, gym workout, whatever it is. Yeah, um, first and foremost, Luis, thank you for thinking about me as an opportunity. I know you know that I've been wanting to do this. Um, I want to be more part of the community. Anything I can do to give my experience uh, and hopefully give people who listen to this some great energetic feeling of what makes Republic Indomitable and great. And hopefully I can show that through this and um I, I really appreciate you guys more than you know um being part of my sac republic uh, family and i look forward in the future hopefully to get more opportunity to to do more of these with you guys awesome thank you we appreciate that and and we'll definitely be inviting you for future shows uh, as well and of course you know the town hall live show you're you're a regular on there as well right so it's it's great it's great to have you on you have a lot of great insights and you know, we're, we're all in this together. We're trying to grow the sport here in town and get more people to support our, our Sac Republic 
All right. Well, thank you so much to all of our listeners for tuning in. Uh, once again, uh, this Friday, we're going to be doing a town hall previewing the game on Saturday against Oakland. Again, time will probably be around 7 or 7.30. Just uh, check the socials to find out what time it will be. And if you want to join us, as always, we're going to have our StreamYard link attached to the post. So all you got to do is just click on the link and it actually all gets run through your um, browser, whether you're on your phone or on desktop. And you'll be able to connect on there. And cameras are optional, as we always like to say. So if you just want to hop on and give us your thoughts and not turn your camera on, that's perfectly fine. And, you know, we appreciate hearing your thoughts. So let us know and feel free to, to jump on at the time. Right. Have a great night, everyone. And we'll see you next week here on State of the Republic podcast. Cue the music. Wait, wrong music? <laughs> he has an outro. Oh, yes, Luis has outro music. <laughs> oh, noob alert. Noob alert. I made yeah. another mistake. <laughs> it's great. It's great. I mean, these are going at the end of the podcast, and then people people like to listen. We've heard comments on, on like, these last. <laughs> you're like, yeah. right, music. <laughs> what are you doing? Who is that? Right? Ryan Strange. Who is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Luis, look at Ryan. Ryan, look at Luis. He went to the dark side already. It's, we always a... joke whenever his light goes off. Can you like wave your hand so that the light goes back on in your office there? I think it's a I, it's it's set on a timer. So when I he thought, does Yeah. Oh now it's like totally dark. I thought the only person associated within the realm of Sacramento Republic is Theater could be on the dark side. Yeah. All right, I'm, I'm I didn't back know could be. Yeah. But now I know. Yeah. I, I'm back in Jedi mode, so all good. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we thought you had stepped over to the dark side again. We make jokes about it every time his lights go off. It's like, oh, he's a State of the Republic after dark, but he doesn't swear. You know, Luis is well, unless you're um, in the stands with him, then there's there might be cussing, but he never does on the podcast. That's my job. Oh, I'm in the car. I get more done in the car. Seems like than when I'm home. Is so that, I, I agree. Is that funny? What is that about the car and this little capsule that we're in? And it's like, oh, I can just focus. I can I put it in park and turned it off. And I'm just sitting here focusing. It's like, whatever. No <laughs> TV noises. No TV, I think. Yeah, no TV and no distractions. Like, I don't see the, you know, the need to go back in the house or, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, I got my distractions either with my wife, I got my doggies, it's either my iPad, then I got my Xbox, and I'm like, ooh, I got to catch up on soccer games, and I get distracted, whereas in the car, I'm like, I got to get this done. And Wordle. Yeah. You got to do Wordle every single day. Dang it. Oh, yeah. oh you're on Xbox, too, by the way. Oh, I need, we need to change gamer tags. Uh, done. Hop on Xbox Live, yeah. All right, well. This is the bonus part, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this, is, this is when I wish I was 20 years younger so that I would have an affinity towards Xbox, right? Yeah, oh, Jared's hey. also on Xbox, yeah. yeah it's never late, never late. That's yes. true, yeah. And what matters is, are you young in the heart? That's all that matters. Hey, listen, I used to play Galaga and Pac-Man, so. Yes! Oh, <laughs> you guys remember Galaga, you, right? Yeah. You'd probably Galaga. kick my ass in Pac-Man. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, oh I, trust me, I know myself. I suck at Pac-Man. Hey, trust me. When I have a joystick at Pac-Man, 
I know exactly how to lean on it, right? Yeah. I get out the door and then boom, I'm done. I'm like, what? I just started. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to make which way to move it. I'm like, wait, which done came over here. Like, (laughs) I I didn't even get a chance to move. Right. So trust me when I say you kick my butt in Pac Man. Me too, because I run out of the infinity orbs or whatever they call them. Oh, were they even? Yeah, yeah, I run out of them, and then I'm like, oh, I still, I'm still missing. And then, the, of course, the ghosts get really quick as you keep uh, on yeah. going, and, and then, it, yeah. <laughs> and I'll make another prediction. I bet you, Luis would beat me in FIFA because I suck at it too. Yeah, although I gotta say, I haven't played FIFA in a while. That's gonna be shocking to everyone. Like, is, did he just say he hasn't played it when he like was obsessed with it for like? I don't know, since like 2002 when it came out and you got it every year. Yeah, I, I'm really so, also who knows. Do you have FIFA 22? Uh, I do actually. Yeah, even though I, I played it only like two times on it, Xbox. Yeah, on Xbox. Yeah. I haven't touched it in a very long time. So if you want to have let's see who's worse than each other, I'm <laughs> I'll play you. That, that sounds good. Actually, yeah, we let's could, do we're... it. I, I'm telling you, I haven't played in a while either. So and I'm not lying. I'm not going to score 20 goals on you. You oh, realize you guys get on Xbox and this whole podcast team is going to go down the tubes because all you guys are going <laughs> to do is be playing Xbox. And it's like, whatever happened to the website? Luis, I thought you were working on the website. <laughs> no, I'm playing Xbox with Ryan. It's like, okay, fine. I'm out. It's the battle of who sucks worse, which is who probably going to be me. <laughs> hey, doesn't Jared play FIFA? Oh, he, he, he might. He has the Xbox. We'll have to check up with him. But th- yeah. this is actually... This conversation is actually helping us realize that we're going to be creating a Twitch account. So that way, Sharon and all the listeners can actually see not only the match between Ryan and myself, but anyone else who wants to challenge us. So we're going to have a Twitch channel people can view and and see us, uh, you know, play on Twitch. So that's up. Oh, and also play maybe um, the new uh, Konami game, right? That has some of the USL teams, which I have yet to download. I need to download it. But, uh, But Jared has it. So... Everyone be on the lookout. We may be playing with Sacred Republic on, on that game as well. So, uh, yeah, Twitch. So I have, I want to play with others. That's the only reason why I haven't touched it yet. So, done. Same here. Same here, yeah. I, you can only play online against so many people so many times. But Cool. Well, hey, everyone, this section is now giving birth to a, a Twitch channel for State of the Republic podcast. So, there you go. <laughs> you guys oh, so. are killing me. <laughs> All right, well... Hey, I have a quick question for you, Ryan. Is it better Pepsi in a bottle or Pepsi in a can? I like it better in a can. Okay. I just had to ask that. Sorry, Luis. I just gave you another... <laughs> another thing to add at the end of the episode. This episode was not sponsored by Pepsi, but now it is. As we mentioned it. We just weren't paid by, by them, but... Yeah. All right. We're waiting on, the, for the check Do on the mail. <laughs> throw us some cheddar. <laughs> uh... Okay, I'll stop. Yeah, no, I wanted to do it. Yeah, the Star Wars theme for Halloween. Yeah, for Halloween, it would be good if we ask Damia if you could dress up as Darth Vader. It needs to happen. It just, I'm just saying, I want to see a video of him dressing up as Darth Vader and then the music coming through and. We'd have to get him. We'd have to get him. We'd have to get the outfit for him or borrow it from Connor. 
I think Connor was Darth Vader one year for Halloween, so we'd have to see if we can borrow it for from Connor. Oh, I said the word Connor. Oh my God, are we hearing angel harp wings? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's happening at the end of the podcast, which is kind of weird. Normally, it weird. doesn't happen like when we go through these. But I know. It, it was well, we didn't have we didn't have any questions for Connor this time. We've been asking him, you know, every podcast we had a question for Connor, you know, to go do his reporter business and it's like we didn't have a question for connor this time we should we should always think of oh my gosh that would be awesome we should all think of a connor question in future podcasts that would be really fun question of the day for you of the show yeah a question of the day for connor well i I had a question that i already asked him too but he answered it and you know that should have been a colossal gratitude as well to connor for for actually uh I, I asked him about the City of Trees kit. This was a while back, right? That I, when I saw that it was getting to be sold out, and the, the guy told me that you know he didn't really have much information. I think at the time, but then he texted me a couple of days ago, telling me like, "Hey, they're they're on a pre-sale right now, right?" And and I thought that was great, right? Because I he had just let me know that, and then our conversation had just kind of stopped there, and then randomly I just get a message from him letting me know like, "Hey, it's available for pre-sale if you wanna." you know, get it already too. And, and it's good, right? Because then we jumped on it, we, we got it and all that. And, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. Out, so. yeah, and it was so funny, Luis, that was like a seriously busy chunk of time for me. And I was literally sitting in my car. I had just gotten home, saw the text messages, stayed in my car with, no, I think I turned it off. And I'm ordering, I'm doing the full on ordering and trying to get the code to make sure I get my member discount. I'm in my car. I could have just walked in the house. No, sitting in the car. I take care of so much business when I sit in the car. I should just go out in the car and do podcasts now. You know, just sit in the car. Does anybody else feel the car is a refuge at this point? 